week four, this is our last series, uh, week one, does anybody remember what we talked about? I hear crickets or banjos playing. I don't know if it is. Maybe not. Okay, so week one we talked about time management. All right, so how do we manage our time? Ben talked about um, with your kids, you know, are we taking the time to just break and just be with our kids? Week two we talked about freedom, um, how there's freedom in Christ. There's freedom in our intermission. You know, what we do with our time is up to us. God, God may give us time. God gives us time, but what we do with that is up to us. Um, last week, we talked about multitasking. Um, and Ben gave some statistics that actually they say multitaskers are less efficient because you're not putting all your energy towards one thing. And you're, and what was bad, Ben said something and looked at me, and he was, I was probably making a face like I'd had a stroke or something because I was like, he goes, what are you doing? I said, I was actually counting. And because I've got a photographic memory, I was counting how many people was in the service while I was listening to him. So, uh, but he burnt me on that one because it's ineffective, <laughs> he said. So, but I, you know, we all multitask at times. So that's what we've talked about intermission. What, what do we do with our break? And what I think about when I'm intermission, um, and I've heard sermons preached on it, I've heard poems. Has anybody ever heard anything called the dash? And it's, it's talking about when you're looking at a tombstone, you have years, okay? You have the year you were born, you have the year that you've passed. And there's that dash in between. So what are, you, what are you doing with your dash? What are you doing with your intermission? And the scripture, Albie, go ahead and put that up there. Um, ben is taking the same portion of scripture from John chapter 8. Each week we've done this, so I'm just going to read through this just to recap. And then I'll move on and tell you what we're speaking about this week. Um, I'm going to look up here. It says, so Jesus said, when you have lifted up the Son of Man on the cross, then you will understand that I am he. I do nothing on my own but say only what the Father taught me. And the one who sent me is with me. He has not deserted me, for I always do what pleases him. Then many who heard him say these things believed in him. Jesus said to the people who believed in him, You are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. But we are descendants of Abraham. They said, We have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean you will be set free? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. A slave is not a permanent member of the family, but a son is part of the family forever. So if the son sets you free, you're truly free. Let's pray. God, just thank you for this portion of scripture. Thank you for, for this intermission series. I just pray that you would speak to us this morning as you have in past weeks, God, that you would just let us look at our lives. God, what, do we, what are we doing with our dash? What are we doing with our time, God? And that we would be using it to honor and glorify you. God, let us leave change this morning. Let us go out and be challenged, God, to just do things for you and your kingdom. And thank you for this day and this awesome group of people, Bethesda. Amen. All right, so um, the thing is, when we're talking about slaves and freedom, why do we need more free time when our, when our whole lives, our entire lives are free time? You say, well, what in the world are you talking about? The thing is, God created us. Saying, as Jesus was saying in this portion of scripture, we're not slaves, you're free. And what are we doing with our intermission? What are we doing with our dash? What are we doing with our space? Obviously, if you got bills, you got to have a job and work. I understand that. So you've got so many hours a week working. You've got so many hours taking a week of your kids. You've got many hours, this many hours shopping or this many hours going to Walmart and all these different things. But is what we're doing actually productive? So we, we talk about, I just need more free time. Think about it. 
your whole life was paid for when Jesus died on the cross. Your whole life's free time. My whole life's free time. And we're always asking for more, so we've got to be good managers and good stewards of what we're given. So this week, what I want to talk about is rest. Week four is rest. And you say, yeah, even though we've got intermissions, what are we doing with our spam? We've got this going on, that going on. We've got time management. Sometimes we just have to rest. And I'm not talking like I'm bad about um, if I'm resting. I'm really doing about 20 other, you know, things because I can't sit still. I just, I've got problems. I just always have to be up doing something. So we all need rest. Um, we need rest to accomplish what God has for us to do to the fullest of our ability. We can't do what called it, what God's called us to do if we're war slap out all the time. That's what I'm telling you guys. Um, I didn't really, I knew that we were going to announce about the service time changes this week, but I wasn't really knowing about this sermon, that this, but this is just what I felt was laid on my heart. So we can't accomplish what God's got for us if we're tired, just war slap out all the time. And I'm really tired right now. And sometimes people say, man, I don't want to get up and go to church early. Well, I'm just going to be real with you. If you all think me and Ben as pastors love getting up early every Sunday morning and getting stuff ready, you're sadly mistaken. Because there's a lot of Sundays we're just wore out. Yesterday was an adventurous day for us. Um, if you've seen on Facebook, um, not a, you know, I, I, mean, I don't even care right now. But I, I'm just, I'm wore out coming in. So this morning I couldn't really sleep. I was, it was like I was so tired I couldn't sleep. So coming in, so don't think that, well, they don't understand. I can't be there at 930. Uh, I feel you. And look, normally I leave my house at Sunday mornings. Um, telling Ben to hurry up. Sometimes I'll leave him and drive separate because he won't move fast enough. But I normally get here at 930. That's an hour and a half before service time. I don't know how often that's going to happen when service starts at 930. I'm just going to be real with you. I'll probably be rolling in with y'all at 915 be like, oh, what's up? <laughs> and then run around like a chicken with my head cut off. No, not really. Um, but that might happen once or twice. But we, we need to rest so we can accomplish what God's got for us. Um, we need to rest for those around us. Um, you may have a, a spouse, you may have kids, you may have uh, people in your job, whatever that may be. We have got to rest because if we're not, if we're, if we're wore out, we're not good to anybody else either. But the most important thing, we need to rest for our own bodies, okay? And some of you might say, well, Jesus is the most important thing. Yeah, he is, but he wants us to take care of us, and he gave us commandments in his word saying, look, you need to rest, you need to take a day off. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute. But, um, so we've got to accomplish what God's got for us to the fullest of our abilities. We've got to rest for those around us, and most importantly, for our bodies. If we're not healthy, then we're not any good to anyone. Um, you can't think straight. You can't walk straight. When I get really tired, I get the giggles, and my speech gets all, and I can't even talk. Like last night, I was like, I can't even talk. I'm just going to bed. Um, so we've got to get our rest. Um, and something I hear a lot, you know, and it doesn't hurt my feelings or bother me, but like, People say, well, what time do you all have service? I'll be like, well, we have, you know, this time on Sunday. And they're like, man, they're like, Sunday is the only day that that, that I got off. And I, and I can totally understand that. But kind of what it's saying is, too, Sunday's the only day that I get to do what I want to do. And I can understand that, too. But the thing is, we as humans, we do what we want to do. Amen. If the thing, we will... If it's Black Friday, we don't care if we got 30 minutes of sleep. We are going shopping because that's what we want to do. Now, I don't because I broke my foot in the door at Target years ago, getting shoved up against it, so I don't even mess with that anymore. Um, but we do, as, as humans, we do what we want to do. 
but and I totally understand it. You know, sometimes we've got to work. I make fun of Earl. Sometimes he has to work on Sundays. A lot of it's because he tears up all the stuff, and then he's got to work on Sunday to fix it. But and sometimes things come up. But ninety percent of the time, if not more, we do what we want to do. If we want to get up for church, we'll be at church. If we want to stay out fishing all night long, we'll stay out fishing all night long. If we want to cut grass, you know, even though we're dead tired, we do it because it's got to be done. And the way our minds work, at least mine anyway, I was like, oh, i got to do that. And I worry about it until it's done. But we do as people what we want to do. Um, there's 168 hours in a week, okay? That seemed like a lot. And I know there's, you know, 40. Sometimes people might be doing 50 to 60 hours a week working and doing stuff. And you might say take so many hours to sleep. But this thing, 168 hours. I'm asking for one on Sunday. Everybody pick your feet up off the floor because I'm stepping on some toes. Debo, get them up. But but God, and, and it's not even that. And and I know stuff comes up and, and some, and I don't, you know, make a big deal because we got people that we don't see every week. That's okay. I love you and God loves you. But, you know, j- we just need to make sure our priorities are right with what we're doing. There's a lot of people that aren't here this morning. They've texted me about stuff. Sister Joanne, she rode with her other sister uh, to take Pal back to Columbus or to go pick her up one. I just know that's where they went. So she's not here. And, you know, I always appreciate she tells me that way. I don't wonder that, oh, man, she's sick or something. Happened. And I know stuff comes up, so don't be like, oh, man, I didn't go. And now they're going to, like, put a sign up and kick me. They're going to expel me from the church, excommunicate like the Catholic Church did back in the day. No, we're not going to do that. Just be here as much as you can, but just remember, 168 hours, just one. It's only one hour. Stuff comes up, I totally understand that. So uh, the thing with the Sabbath, uh, God talks about it to Moses in Exodus. And if you're going through the Ten Commandments as we're talking about getting rest, most of them are like one sentence and, and like less than do not commit adultery. So like that one that's in there, do not commit adultery, that one's only four words. The Sabbath, he spends like three to four verses each time he mentions it in Exodus and Deuteronomy, talking about the Sabbath. Now, see, like, we think about the Sabbath on Sunday, and really it's not. If you want to get into Jewish culture and tradition and all that, they're started, like, Saturday, like, Friday evening to Saturday evening, because um, that was the that was the first part of their week. Like, our, our, work, our week is Sunday when it starts on Sunday on our calendars. Theirs was different, okay? So um, that's what they did. And the Sabbath isn't necessarily Sunday. I know for me and Ben, Sunday is definitely not a Sabbath because we're running around like crazy trying to get stuff. But it is important to get some rest for yourself. Yeah, it's important to be here at church too. And that's like with with us changing stuff, that way that we can go home if we need to. And we've got like from 1 until 10 o'clock at night to kind of recoup instead of just like from 8 to 10 and then rush back out again. So uh, Deuteronomy Uh, chapter 5 verses 12 through 15 and I'm reading from the New Living it says observe the Sabbath by keeping it holy as the Lord your God has commanded you you have six days each week for your ordinary work but the seventh day is a Sabbath day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God on that day no one in your household may do any work this includes you your sons and daughters your male and female servants your oxen and donkeys and other livestock and any foreigners living among you all your male and female servants must rest as you do verse 15 remember that you were once slaves in Egypt but the Lord, your God, brought you out with his strong hand and powerful arm. That is why the Lord, your God, has commanded you to rest on the Sabbath day. 
Now, I know some of you were rolling your eyeballs because I have peripheral vision. And I was kind of looking up and are thinking, you don't know my schedule. How in the world am I supposed to take a full day? I can understand that, too, especially with all these goofy Little League games going on and all this stuff. And, and we don't even have kids. But it was so important to get a day of rest. God puts it in the Bible several times. And again, this is the big kicker. Genesis chapter 2, verses 1 through 3, it says, So the creation of the heavens and the earth and everything in them was completed. On the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation, so he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy because it is the day when he rested from all his work of creation. If God takes a day off, how much more should we? Because if he's all-powerful, all-knowing, all-everything, and he's like, look, I made this whole world... If we had to, sometimes we make a sandwich. We're like, oh, Lord, i got to take a week off work. I can't even do anything. He made the whole universe, okay, the whole universe and takes a day off work. So that's just showing us and setting an example. We need rest. I mean, he's like God at all. And we're just humans, and, it's, and we wonder why we get so irritated and run ourselves ragged and don't feel good and have all these health problems. And... Like I said, I understand work and overtime and scheduling and stuff like that, but the thing is, a lot of that's self-inflicted. We put too much on our plates. We, we do too much. We can't say no. Ben can't say no. I'm like, here, let me say no for you. When we had the business and, like, we're doing plumbing and heating and air and all that for the county and the jail and did all this stuff and did some uh, commercial and residential stuff, he would call, and I'm thinking, oh, that's going to get into a pickle. And I'm like, no, we, we, can't, we can't do that. We just don't have the time. I'm just going to be honest with you. Ben wouldn't be like, yeah, and I'm like, what's wrong with you? <coughs> and I remember one time, I'll just tell you a story, because I'm sure nobody ever has problems but us. But there was somebody that he had knew in Ashland that had called us and wanted us to do like a, their sewer line had, had collapsed or something, and they didn't even know where it went. It went somewhere down over the hill. And they were calling, and I told Ben, I said, Ben, I said, I've got a really bad feeling about this. I said, we're living in Lewis County. I said, I don't want to drive an hour one way to get to this guy's plumbing thing. And I just, I feel like it's going to be a disaster. And I remember he got a little irritated, which, I mean, I'm not, I do a lot of stuff wrong, too, so I'm not just getting on to him. But anyways, we didn't do it. Well, a couple months later, I was talking to the secretary. I said, who ended up doing that job for that guy? Because it was another u local union brother. And she told me, I was like, how'd that go? It was a disaster. It was a train wreck. It took months. They overspent way over their money. Um, couldn't find the, land, the lines and then got all this equipment to find. And it was just a disaster. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. But sometimes we just got to say no to stuff. It is not unchristian to tell people no. You just got to do it in the right way. <laughs> like, no, I don't really like you and you're a big butthead. So I don't want to do anything <laughs> for you today. You just be like, oh, you know what? Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't help you out. And if you really want to be spiritual, you can be like, I'll be praying that, that God sends somebody, though. Amen. And then just walk off. <laughs> but hmm, y'all need to loosen up and laugh. I'm not, I'm not serious like Ben. Um, but sometimes we do that to ourselves. We don't tell people no. We don't take that rest. And like I said, if God, the God of creation, the God of everything, takes a day off, how much more do we need to take a day off for at least some time? You say, well, I can't take a day off. You don't know my schedule. Start with at least a few hours. Like how we talk about reading, reading your Bible and getting a relationship with God. Don't Just start off reading a few verses a day. Work your way up. Um, I, was, I was listening to somebody. Um, I listen to several podcasts every week. Um, but 
they were talking about like Old Testament commandments that were like the death penalty. So let me just kind of reread what those were. And thank God what Jesus came and, and didn't like do away with the law, but he came to fulfill the law so we don't have to follow that stuff. But um, disregarding the Sabbath, there was a guy that was picking out sticks outside the Israelite camp. They brought him to Moses. Moses prayed to God said, God said, stone him. Because it was a Sabbath and he was picking up sticks. Which I ain't got, yeah. So that that was one, a murder. You, you killed somebody, You that was a death penalty. <laughs> Uh, adultery, that was a death penalty. That was no good. Ooh, rebellious children. And, yeah, and y'all can act spiritual. I'd have been dead a long time ago. Thank God for that. But y'all don't even act like that. I know y'all wasn't all right. But rebe- those, those four things, in the old, that was like instant, you know, death penalty. Stone them. And it wasn't like chop off your head. I said, well, chop. But it was like drag you out of the camp. Everybody pick up rocks and I'll throw them at you. That's awful. But that is how important, though, the Sabbath was to God. Because he knows that we need rest. Sometimes our intermission, which our whole life's our intermission, but part of that just needs to be just slowing down. And a lot of times, Ben said it before, we'll take like a Saturday and we'll just kind of lay around and rest and relax and all that stuff. But it's kind of like the next day you feel just as tired. Well, a lot of times your body's rested, but your mind hadn't. Because while you're sitting there, you're still thinking, oh, gosh, i got to do this, 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 and this. So you're mentally wore out. Uh, Robert Morris, one of the uh, podcast guys I listen to at Gateway Church in Texas, he was talking about um, his church because he was just wore out where he was writing books and doing all these things. His church actually, um, they came up with a policy for their pastoral staff that, that he as a senior pastor every five years got an eight-week sabbatical. So it's like two months off away from church. So, Lord, you all aren't doing that? No. Ours was like two weeks um, or something like that. But they did that. And he said, like, he had all those, what was he saying? Yeah, eight times seven, 56. He had 56 days off. He said literally on day 53 he woke up and felt totally refreshed. And he said he was praying. He was like, God, why in the world do I feel like that? He said, you owed me. Or he, he said, you owed 53 days, 53 Sabbaths. And so Robert said he was praying to God. and was like, I owed you. He goes, no, you owed yourself 53 Sabbaths. Because, you know, you can sleep all day long, but if your mind's like mine and it's still racing like a rabbit on Mountain Dew, spider monkey all jacked up on Mountain Dew, Ricky Bobby, don't act like you all haven't seen that movie. But we just, we don't ever slow down. And thing with the Sabbath, it, it's not a regulation for us to serve. It's not, it's not like, oh, we've got to serve that Sabbath. God gave us the Sabbath to serve us. Okay, so, so God didn't give us the Sabbath that we needed to serve it and we needed to bow down to it. God gave us the Sabbath to serve us, to give us the rest, to give us the energy that we need. Just that, just that whole feeling. So um, what I want you to do, because we're still going to do an intermission for the next couple minutes, um, same thing as, as we've been doing, I would like for you to go to someone you're not real familiar with and just take a couple minutes and let them know how you could spend a Sabbath. And I'm going to be like creeping and listen to a bunch of these because I'm interested to know. So um, stand up if you will, uh, and obviously not everybody because some of you is going to be like, well, I'm making them come to me. 
whatever whatever you feel led of the Lord to do. But go around and go, just go to somebody that you don't know real well. Ask them what they're going to do on their Sabbaths. All right, intermission is over, Debo. Tell them that's it. No, say that's it. That's it. So, um, intermission. So, um, I hope you heard some interesting things about how you're going to spend your intermission. Right? On um, what's your what you're doing? So we've we've got summer coming up. There's a whole lot of stuff, and just just we need to take some rest time, even if it's not a full day. What we were trying to do, um, me especially, and even Ben, like Saturdays where we're so busy on Sundays. Normally on Saturdays we try to not to do a whole lot or go real far from the house, um, just because that way we can just kind of rest. And the honest thing is, on a Sabbath, really, if you want to be technical, you're not supposed to plan. You're not supposed to do nothing. See, even like on our Saturdays, we're still kind of making sure things are lined up for um, for Sunday. So, so I understand it's hard, but I'm telling you, it will. Um, you'll be able to accomplish so much more. We've mentioned in past weeks, make a to-do list every Sunday night. I sit down at home and I make a to-do list. Ben makes fun of me, but I get a lot more done. And like I was looking at my one from last week, um, I had delivering cookies on there. Uh, that was one of the things I had to get my tires rotated. I had to get prices tires. Uh, I had to mow, and I mean, it, it was like a long thing, the back of the envelope, but it's seven, you know, well, technically, I guess six days, if you want to be honest about trying to get that done in, but make a to-do list, make make some goals that, and sometimes I'll go to the end of the week, and there's still like one or two things on that list I didn't get done this week, um, so hopefully I will get those, you know, next week, it'll carry on over, and then if I've got to add stuff, but every Sunday evening, I'll make a to-do list for the next week, I want to manage my time well, that way I don't think something at the last minute like this week and I'll tell a story on myself um, I went to Kentucky Heights uh, which I was here too but like hanging up some paper towel and toilet paper to spend some stuff to make the church more efficient and save on money so I was doing that so Friday evening I had it all planned I was like okay I'm going to go finish this and then I'm going to go back to the house and I'm not going to do anything <laughs> I'm not going to do anything but um, I went up to Kentucky Heights, and in one of the in the bathroom downstairs, the women's bathroom, they got paneling up, and um, I, I checked the water line, so I'm not a total goofball. Well, I looked under the sink to make sure, because I was like, I don't want to hit any water lines, and it was going over, like everything was going over from the sink over the toilet line, and it was coming down from the ceiling. So I was like, okay, I had this stud binder, I found a stud, and a water line that I didn't know was a water line, found a furring strip. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to drill it right there. Well, I went to put that mounting kit up and drilled, and all of a sudden I heard, and I was like, oh, man. So like out of habit, I, unth- I unthreaded the screw. I just put in a water come squirting. I was like, oh, crap. So then I put the screw back in so that much water wouldn't come out. And then I went upstairs, and I had to get channel locked, and I had to turn off the water meter. And then I had to take the paneling real careful off the wall. I didn't want to bust it because it's like 1969, no lie. Whenever that stuff was put up, I was able to get the paneling off the water. There was this water line for no reason, no reason at all. It was like going over across, and all of a sudden, it just shoots up from the bottom. I don't know if they were planning on putting a shower in it. I don't even know. So 
Then I had to take all this stuff. I was doing all this stuff, and so like two hours have passed. The bridge is out in Garrison, so I had to go to the hardware store. I had to go the long way in and out and all that. So sometimes things don't go as planned. Um, and I was thinking, oh, man, I wish I could just hit the rewind button on that and do that again so I wouldn't have had to mess with all this. So sometimes we mess some stuff up. Okay? So sometimes some unexpected things come up. That's just the way it is. I did get it all fixed. The leaking panel looks good. You can't even tell that anything happened. So, yeah, that's good. Used to, when I tore up stuff like that, I'd have to be like, Benny, can you fix this? So I finally learned how to do it on my own. So make to-do lists. Be productive this week. Um, set aside some, some Sabbath time. Um, doesn't necessarily, like I said, if you can't start off with a whole, whole day, I understand that's hard because, like, Saturdays, it's like T-ball, T-ball, T-ball. You were going to, you know, a Little League game yesterday. Ben was getting his, his head shaved. And so he would look nice for his um, conference this weekend. But but things come up. And, you know, looking at used to, I know when stuff happened, I would get so bent out of shape. Like, that water line, I would be like, I would have felt my blood pressure went up yesterday. I was like, oh, man. So then I just kind of, I kind of was like, howie, really? I didn't get up tired or nothing. I just walked upstairs kind of fast, not really. Went out, turned the water meter off, walked downstairs. I didn't, because I was thinking, what's the point of running? It's going to get wet. It's not like it's gushing gallons. But just chilling out, and so we don't get so, <gasps> Yesterday, I was kind of, ah, I'm not going to lie. That was a little bit of a rough day. But God wants us to have a Sabbath. It's, God created the Sabbath uh, to serve us, to meet our needs as humans, to take care of us. And a lot of times people say, oh, the commandments aren't, a, they're, they're just a list of rules. That's why I don't want to go to church because all these commandments, they're telling me what I can't do. They're telling me don't do this, don't do this. You can do this, but only if you do it this way. And this is the thing. The commandments aren't a list of do's and don'ts. They're to protect us. How many of you have ever had a kid um, that, or may, and maybe you live by a busy road and you're like, don't go out and play in the road. Don't play in the street. If you cross the street, look both, both ways. What are you saying? Don't, 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 don't. You're not telling them those to be mean. What, you're telling them those rules because you care about them, because you love them, because you want to see them prosper, you want to see them succeed, you want to see them stay healthy. It's the same thing with God. He doesn't give us this whole book, this whole Bible is not full of don't do this. Don't. It's not. It's 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 to protect it. It's because God loves us and He cares about us and He wants what's best for us. So why don't you um, stand your feet with me? And both of you, if you'll come up and say something softly. Um, I just want to have a quick prayer with you guys this morning because I mean the truth is we're all just it's like a rat race. It seems like, but. Time goes by so quick, and I've seen people put, like kids, people that's got kids graduating high school and stuff, they're like, where is the last 18 years gone, or can time just slow down? And, man, if we don't take some rest and just slow down, it's it's gone before you know it. It's over. And, and what, have, what have we done? What have we done for God? What have we done for his kingdom? What have we done for ourselves, for our family? So what are you doing with your dash? What are you doing with your intermission as we're closing out this series this week? What can we do better? What has God spoke to us through? Are we living our lives? Are we being the best Christian example that we can be? Um, no, we're not always perfect. Um, especially, I get anger problems. And yesterday, I'm, I was angry. I was all tore up. Ben was making fun of me. He was like, why'd you come running over towards the house? I thought you broke your leg. I was like, how would I break my leg if I was, how would I run if I broke my leg? It's funnier when he tells it. But I was like, you jerk. 
and then I kind of chilled back down after that because I was just like, what, what does it even matter? It's stuff. <laughs> um, you know, it, it'll work out. And the thing, the thing was, uh, last year we got our camper, and um, we only went camping twice because I didn't schedule anything. I was like, we were just like, oh, let's go. Well, then everything was full. <laughs> so this year, I've already scheduled like five or six camping trips. Um, because I, if it's scheduled, go, I've paid for it. And then I was like, yesterday, I was like, oh, man, what am I going to do about that? Which, I mean, I can get my money back on that stuff, and I'm not really worried about that. Um, but that was kind of a thing. It was like, we're going to use this, and we're going to rest. And, and stuff will work out. I'm not stressing about it. But that was something that we were personally changing, because I knew if we wait, we won't go. So I went in and scheduled stuff all summer long. And into the fall, so I was like, if I've paid for it, I'm tired of embark on a tree. I won't cancel it because I'll, I'll like go, like I'll have an IV dragon, you know, one of them poles. If I have to <laughs> be leaving just to go and get away and get some rest, and I'm still going to do that some way. We still, we're still going to do that, but don't let stuff bend you out of shape where you just throw away everything that you've accomplished with God, all that relationship. And yeah, we mess up. God, God has tons of forgiveness, and He still loves us. But be wise with your time. I want to be wise with my time. I want to rest because only when I'm rested and fully clear-minded, that's that's the only time that I can do stuff for God. So bow your heads with me. God, I just thank you for this day, Father. God, I thank you for this group of people that are here. I thank you that they're being supported of, of, uh, of Ben and myself and Dusty and Albie. I thank you for the time that they've poured into Bethesda, God, the time that they've poured into your kingdom. God, I just pray for this group of people, God. I pray that you would just give us times, God, that you would just speak to us, God. That you would just give us the times of rest that we need, God. That you would help us to stay clear-headed, God. That you would just take every worry, every fear from us, God. That we would lay that at your feet and not pick it back up. God, help us to leave here changed. That we would feel refreshed and just a new creation, God. God, and I thank you for what you're going to do in our lives. And we're just believing for, for great things, God. We're believing that... that um, we're going to get some rest. We're going to make some life choices and some things we need to do to make sure that we're where we need to be with you, God, but that we're where we need to be physically, mentally, spiritually, all those things. And I thank you for this group of people, Lord. I just pray that you would just speak to them this week, God, things that they can change in their personal life and their personal scheduling, God. God, that this intermission that we're given, God, this dash, God, that we would be using it for you, Father, God, to the best that we can. God, you love us. God, we're your children. God, you don't want any harm to come to us, and that's why you, you want us to rest. God, you want us to have a Sabbath. You want us to have a time to where we can just rest, God, Lord, and just have that peace in your arms. And I pray that each and every person here, God, gets to experience some of that this week, Father. God, we, we give you our worries, our, our fears, God, our situations, God, and we just lay them down to you, God. And Lord, we know greater things have yet to come, God, not just in our lives, God, but for Bethesda. God, thank you for today, Lord. I just thank you for what you're going to do in our lives. And we just worship your holy name. In your name we pray. Amen.